0: The chill cut right through my duty jacket. A downdraft before the storm front. The rain started to fall cold. I shivered and looked up, staring at the night as the water started to splash across my forehead. We were parked up near the Paul Hall on Target Road. It offered a decent view over the Wairo Valley and Link Drive Industrial Area. A regular favourite of commercial burglars. I glanced over the roof at Andy and raised my eyebrows. He nodded, stamped out his cigarette, swept the water from his ginger hair and got back in the driver's seat. I slid on my side and pulled the door. I fired up the heat and the car warmed up while the rain hit the windscreen, harder now. Brief comfort was broken by the radio. The comms operator was panicked, worked up. A 10-10 call. Something going down in Kuma. Another patrol car, or I-car, as they're known, in trouble. Someone was seriously hurt, or about to be. No cars free up there. Whist all tied up. Another car on the shore called for details. I reached up to the console on the dash and twisted the black dial. Flashing reds and blues lit up the dark around us, and the siren wailed as Andy put his foot down taking us out of the valley, up onto Wairo Road, and then north toward the Hobsonville turnoff that would take us west. I've been out of police college a little over three months. A scunny 18-year-old, green as. I've been decking around in my final year of high school less than 12 months ago. I definitely hadn't come to grips with the job yet. Was struggling to find my feet. How did I end up here again? Luck. No other way to explain it. I hadn't had a clue what to do with my life. Unsure what to study. I'd wanted to help people, but I wanted excitement, challenge. Relative terms, those. Subjective. Life behind a desk? No thanks. Seeing my mates filling out their uni timetables and getting ready for yet more book work, I'd looked for something else. I'd seen the recruitment ad for the cops and gave it a crack. Now here I was having fudged my way through the recruitment process and the college, no more certain of my career choice than I had been six months ago. But it was exciting and challenging, and I had a hell of a lot still to learn. We hit the 70k area north of Sunset Road, heading for the turn-off onto Upper Harbour. How can I make this easy for Andy? I adjusted myself in the seat and leaned forward to the glove box, pulling the map book out and flicking through the pages. I got motion sick doing it. I didn't travel well when I couldn't see out. Suck it up, you little bitch. Andy was now throwing us in and out of the turns on Upper Harbour with his foot on the floor. Streetlights, trees, houses and big yards flashed by either side. There wasn't much traffic this time of night, and besides a couple of oncoming headlights, we shared the road with hardly anyone. I'd been listening to the radio. "'and was fucking about with the map trying to find Deacon Road. "'I knew Andy would be taking us up State Highway 16 into Cooma, "'but from there he'd be relying on me. "'Cooma was a rural area on the urban fringe northwest of the city. "'My knowledge of it extended to the bakery, the pub, "'and the girl I'd had a thing for back in fifth form, so not much.'